how do we feel about dating apps? Welcome back to After Hour Happy Hour. We are your chaotic but cathartic co-hosts. I'm Jamila. Why do I feel like I'm about to cry right now? <laughs> I don't know why. I kind of feel the too. I'm Vicky. I'm Sharon. So for today, our setup is a little bit better than our last setup because, you know, you live and you learn. But also, we have Sharon kind of in a corner over there because homegirl got COVID. <laughs> I know this setup looks very unsafe, but me and Jam has gotten it. And no, has been no, 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 no. I, I need to make a claim here because I am doing my part in like trying, like I've been wearing a mask inside and stuff too, because I'm afraid that you guys will get sick, but you can tell that they recently had COVID or fairly recent because they don't give a fuck. <laughs> okay, I do a little bit, but then I'm No, also- you don't because I sleep here. See, that's the thing is like, I know that I'm immune to it a little bit because We've been in such close proximity even before you tested negative and I feel positive. Very, uh, positive <laughs> and I feel very okay. Also, um, yeah, I literally paid money to come to San Francisco and get COVID. But it's because we all went out on Saturday and I, I, I'm telling this to like all my friends because I can proudly say I'm very good at wearing a mask. But that night my mask broke. I think Vicky broke it. I don't think it was me. I truly don't think it was me. Anyway, what? it doesn't matter. It's not her fault or anything. It just was on my wrist and the string broke. And I was like, there's nothing I can do. So I didn't wear a mask. And I was kind of sus about it. And then two days later, I started feeling a little bit under the weather. And then Thursday, I tested positive. So here we are. Haven't been out the house since then. We basically had COVID with Sharon. Dude, yeah. I told them to go do their own thing, but they stayed with me. We never talked about that night, but the first night that Sharon was in town. Describe the night in four words, Sharon. (gasps) Oh, shit. Tequila? Oh, tequila. I've never drank tequila to go out. It was crazy. That shit was a good different drunk. We have it right in front of us. No, I just want to preface to say that Sharon literally started off the night saying, I'm never going to fucking drink tequila. And I believed her because she almost yacked it back up while sober. And then like 30 minutes later in the car, she's like, I love tequila. Anywho, yeah, my, if I had to, you guys, we need to talk about the episode. We don't need to talk about that night. It was just a shit show. Let's be honest. I thought you were using your four words to describe it. It was tequila. And then it wasn't a word. It was a, it was a phrase. It's who the fuck is Eric? Because every now and then Jamila kept saying something about an Eric. And I was like, I don't know an Eric, Jamila. Wait, how did you guys have all this conversation without me? Who was I with? Was it by myself at one point? No, you were always with one of us. We took a, sh- I bought you a tequila shot. I remember that. I drank with Lawrence. Yeah, you were feeling rich and you're like, I got it. Yeah, I did. Yeah, and then the I tab. looked at his face and I was like, Bleh. I got it. And then the tab came out to $34. For two shots. And then there was a f- random lady who started speaking to us. And we saw her early in the night too because Jam started crying. We were trying to get into one of the clubs. I turned around and I saw Jamila holding a lady or hugging a lady. A random middle-aged white lady. She's a Consoling mom. her. And then we saw her again in a different club bathroom talking to Vicky about her marriage and her baby and fuck the Supreme Court, which I joined in on and then I did. And then Vicky had a panic attack. We take ABCs. Now I only register my panic attacks with ABCs. <laughs> <laughs> Jamila, start. We're never going to So get in today's episode, we are talking all about dating apps. We are going to talk about our experiences with it, 
Do we like it? Do we not? We all come from pretty various dating app experiences. Sharon has been on it for one day. <laughs> Vicky has been on it for a little bit. And I feel like, no, I feel like I am the most active or I was the most active on dating apps. So we're going to talk about all that good and bad stuff of dating apps. All right. The first question is, have you ever been on dating app? I literally just answered that for us. Oh, well, we can expand upon it. Okay, okay Jamila? First. What's your one day experience, Sharon? <laughs> it was a week. Of swiping no. <laughs> I didn't swipe at all. Well, actually, I probably did swipe no. But also, I like to think that I kind of have more experience because I've helped Jamila. <laughs> sure, we'll take it. Yeah, I downloaded Hinge for the first time summer of 2019 when I was interning in Seattle. Why? I think it's because by then I was like, quote unquote, ready to date. Because up until then, I wasn't from my ex. <clears throat> but then the, the what's that called? The crowd? The, the sea, the market. The market was so bad. Like, I think that was before Seattle got relatively bigger with a lot of transplants. So everyone there was just... What was it called? Seattle lights are not for you? Just not my crowd. And I immediately was so unentertained that I deleted it in a week. So that's my only experience with dating apps apart from Jamila's. But because I've seen Jamila's, it's fun. It was the peak of my dating career. It's been flopping ever since. That set the expectation way too high. I wouldn't say that it's like a set the expectations way too high i think everyone was starting to try out online dating i think that's when the peak starting to come up so everyone was more willing to try it and that's when a lot of people switch from tinder to hinge but then now i don't know if just because it's covid it's a lot more exhausting to talk to people or it feels like people i mean for me included feeling less want to make less of an effort to get to know someone if the first impression isn't there or i don't feel a connection there which is bad because you know you need to give someone a few tries to get to know them but i think maybe just tire of surface level conversations so jamila has been the most tenured on that's not what i mean just like it's a good word tenured yeah on dating apps She's i'm probably least because i deleted in a week i don't even know how to describe my experiences because i would like do talking but then i'd get so over it because i don't like small talk either but I did freshman year of college for a little bit. And then in Korea, I tried a little bit because I was curious about the Korea market. Because everyone on TikTok was like, they're amazing men. That is a lie. What dating app did you use in here or America versus Korea? Um, first year, I was on Tinder only because I don't think Hinge was that big and I didn't know what it was. And then in Korea, I used Hinge and Bumble because Tinder was fucking weird in Korea. So weird. Let me tell y'all. Every like two swipes, you'll get a BDSM test as their profile picture, like their score. And then it'll be like, I want foreigners only. And if you're interested in the above or like no foreigners, I do not like. No, I've heard about Korean guys apparently like to go for clubs and hook up with foreign girls because they think foreign we're girls easy. are easy. And they think we're very open and all that stuff compared to Korean girls. Fuck that shit. I'm not open or open-minded or easy. So I stopped with bumble and what was everyone hinge well as a tenure user of online dating apps i <laughs> the tinder first i think during tinder during that time it was pretty good it wasn't as i thought quote unquote trashy oh, or yeah. as is hookup as it is now and then when hinge came around i started switching to that i personally like hinge a lot more and then i also tried bumble but only because i use bumble bff a lot um and i just try check out the dating 
apps or the dating portion a little bit. And basically, it's the same people you would find on Tinder or Hinge. I feel like Bumble isn't the first app you go to for dating. And then, oh, also because Bumble, girls make the first move. So I don't think a lot of people oh. go Bumble for that. Last time I tried was Coffee Meets Bagel, which I know a lot of people do like. But for me, it wasn't enough people in a day. It was only, you only get three people in a day. I was like, nah, nah, nah. That's oh, really? Too, yeah. Because they want it to be more genuine as if like you meet someone at a coffee shop. It's sustainable, I guess. Because I know someone who married from Coffee and Spangle. How would you rank the dating apps? Because in my eyes, I see Tinder as like hookup. You, it's not sustainable. It's like such a, you look at them if you like their face, then you swipe right because there's no prompts for them versus Hinge, I feel like is more playful. Like you can talk a lot more with people. And then now that I know about Coffee Meets Bagel, I'm like, that's really sustainable. Like they want you to find someone and then you hop off. There's not really a chance to like hook up or like date around almost. Wait, wait, we say rank as in like best to worst or your favorite to least favorite? I would say my least favorite is probably Bumble just because I never really used it for the dating feature. I purely use it for the BFF feature. And then I'll say Tinder because when I was on Tinder, I didn't have any bad experiences and people on there wasn't as hookup key, you know, not that hookup key, not that I was against it, but it just wasn't my cup of tea or I tried it as you guys know, and it just wasn't my cup of tea. So I actually got off pretty soon after that. Actually, I would say Coffee Meets Bagel was my last because I like used it once, like one and done. So Coffee Meets Bagel, then Bumble, then Tinder, then Hinge is my favorite for sure. Ranking it from like how serious you want to be dating because that's how I would see it. Like I would go to Tinder if I want to look for a hookup and like don't really care about them that much. Hinge for like I want to go on dates but still have fun. Coffee Meets Bagel is like a big commitment now that I know there's only three guys per day. I feel like I'm kind of narrow-minded when it comes to stuff like that. Like, I'm judging the apps based off what I'm hearing. Like, mm-hmm. Bumble, I wouldn't do it because as much as I'm for, like, girls, do your thing, like, get after the guy. I, I can't do it as forwardly as I feel like or as I would like to, where I feel like I would like the guys to have more of a say. Or, like, I want the guy to pursue me. <laughs> Fuck. That sounds bad. So there's that. And then Coffee Meets Bagel. I don't know. It sounds very, very serious, which that just scares me sometimes. And then... It's just the girl's talking to somebody. Well, I'm act- acting as if I'm not. Yikes. I was like, oops. <laughs> Wait, no, that's not what I mean. <laughs> just kidding. We get what you mean. I always liked Hinge because of the prompts. One, there's a lot. But two, you can really see personality based off three or four questions. The thing is that summer, I think most of the guys I met with were from Tinder. No, they weren't. No, there's only one guy that was from Hinge. The The Python guy was Tinder? Yeah, I was Tinder. (gasps) That's why we were so bold with it. So basically that one summer, it was my first time using a dating profile. And then we just decided to have fun. Sharon would basically, she's really good openers and stuff. And I'm not really afraid to, I guess, quote unquote, make the first move. Okay, so what were you guys' experiences on dating apps? Mine was okay. I never like met up with anybody until Korea. And that was because I... Didn't you meet up with the Riverside guy? No one ever did. He wanted to, right? Yeah, but then I... I I love you guy, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> dude. Oh my god. Okay, so well, there's there was one that I like Facetimed randomly, and it was he was visiting from Texas, and I was a freshman in college, and we were talking back and forth on Tinder for a little bit, and then randomly one night I was like at home, and he um Tindered me. I don't know what it's called. DM'd me and was like, "Hey, like I'm in San Diego. Do you want to grab tacos?" And I was a little bitch, and I was like. <laughs> 
I don't want to meet with him alone. Like, I'm scared. So then I was like, oh, I'm about to go to bed. So it's okay or something like that. With like 10 p.m.? Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> probably. It was like pretty early. And it did, I knew it wouldn't sound right. But I was hoping he'd pick up on the hint that I was uncomfortable to like meet up with him. So he was like, oh, that's okay. Like, let's FaceTime. So then we talked for a little bit. And then I ghosted him after that because I got afraid. <laughs> Riverside guy was third year of college. He was the only guy that I like stuck out a conversation with because he seemed really interesting. He was the first guy or like the only guy I felt comfortable enough to like give my number with. And there was one time where my sister was visiting me (laughs) and then she had a friend that she slept over with she was like oh if you want you could stay over at my hotel for the night just like have it for the night and so I slept over and I was like should I be ballsies and invite him over since I had a hotel room to myself and then he knew that I had the hotel room to myself and he was like I'll bust a mission from Riverside right now to you if you want me to and I was contemplating the whole night and I was like nope I'm a little bitch (laughs) so I did it and then eventually it ended because yeah we were I was like out clubbing or like he was out clubbing or something and randomly he just texted me hey i love you and i was like i was like we've been talking for like less than a month what i got freaked out because he said that and i was like that's a little weird we talked about it in the podcast but i think he started a podcast recently too have you watched it he's like a very when we were talking and i enjoyed it because he was a super motivational like i want to motivate people to have more productivity lifestyle good lifestyle choices and he was such a frat bro that I was like this is kind of a joke but yeah I just ghosted him because I got scared and I don't know what he's doing but he has a podcast I'm not gonna promote it I was gonna say should we collab what no. if, what, if, what if sparks fly again what if you no. this is no Absolutely we say no not. to a guy who says I love you without ever meeting and ever dating. No, actually, that's kind of psychotic. My best experiences was in Korea when I dated. I didn't date shit. I don't know why I said that. <laughs> but they were really good experiences because the first guy I went into it just kind of wanting new friends and that were guy because I was also on Bumble BFF, but only girls use it. So I was like, oh, I want some like testosterone in my life wait is this a museum guy this is a stocks guy mr stocks (gasps) oh my god i totally forgot about him so the two names that we gave them was mr stocks because he posts a lot on instagram about stocks and then the other one was museum guy because the first date we went on was to the museum and that was the only date we went on But the first one was really nice and like I think we still are friends. Like occasionally he'll ask me for recommendations around here or he'll comment on my story. So we left on good ter- good terms and we had a really good hangout. We hung out twice. The first one we hung out for like seven hours and just talked about our lives. I went into it and I was like, I don't want to do this. I'm so scared. Like what if it's awkward? Like I, I think I'm going to bail after a, a, like a dinner or something. And then we ended up spending like the whole day together. I texted you guys. I was like, wow, that turned out really well actually. And then we're but, like, see Vicky? Yeah. Yeah. No, yeah, it was good, but it was no chemistry. Platonic. Yeah, yeah, it was platonic. We hung out twice and then he came back to America, which is funny because he lives like 30, 40 minutes away from me here. And I met him all the way in Korea. I love how a lot of times he says it's funny and it's the most factual thing she says. No, because it's like, <laughs> what are the, it's kind of like, it's funny, what are the odds? <laughs> it's just a saying. And then the second guy was a guy called, who said I looked bored. So that's why I didn't work yeah, out. Yeah, it was so funny because Vicky was going off about like, oh my God, I had a really good time with this guy. I, it was honestly a really good day. And I thought we were both, you know, on, on the same <laughs> wavelength. Yeah. And then he asked her at the end of the date, like, oh, did you have fun? I thought you were bored. 
She asked twice. We are at the National Korea Museum. And so he is a very big history person. And he initiated. Like, I appreciate this when it's, like, texting or whatever. Because I don't have the mental capacity to constantly text. So it was, like, three or four back and forth. And he was like, hey, if you don't care, do you want to meet up at this museum? Because he's a big history person. And so we met up after not really talking. And right before, because it was COVID, you had to reserve a time. And so I reserved a time, but we had, like, three hours to hang out and we had really good conversations like it was very mentally stimulating blah 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 blah. and I was like this is fun and we went in the museum and maybe this is where I fucked up because I would walk away from him <laughs> okay, okay wait let me add on here Vicky didn't tell us why the guy said she looked bored or whatever right until way later when I went to Korea and then we went to a museum together Vicky is very cuddly or touchy with friends. Oh, that's true. Yeah, with friends. So during the museum, you know, Vicky would do this to me or she'd like hold on to my hand or something, right? Like that's normal. And then later on, she's like, I think I realized why the museum didn't work out because we would just walk in separate directions. (laughs) (laughs) There was some points where we'd walk with each other and he'd explain that history to me, which I appreciated because I didn't know shit about what was happening. He was was well-versed in all of it. But then it just felt natural to like kind of separate and st- we were in the same room in the museum, but I'd look at something and he'd look at something. And then at some point we'd like come together and talk. We were at one exhibit and he was like, hey, are you bored? Like we don't have to stay here. And I was like, wait, actually, I'm like really fascinated. And then we kept walking. And right before he dropped me off at my station to go home, he was like, oh, I'm so sorry <laughs> about today's day or something like that. I, I, you looked bored. And I was like, but I really wasn't. And I even remember messaging him afterwards. Because he was like, oh, I'm home safe. I'm like, I'm so sorry if you thought I looked bored. I just have a resting bitch face. He's like, it's fine. I have that too. And then that was the end of it. And I was like... Would it have gone progress potentially if he didn't think you were bored? I don't think so. I think we eventually we would have had like not no chemistry maybe just really good friends because he still like watches my story here and there and i remember afterwards he would reply to some of my stories here and there but like conversation fell flat sometimes it's still so funny that vicky is so touchy with us i think she's gotten more touchy as she got older too and spending a time a year in Korea. No, yeah. I think Korea really opened up my, like, sing- not my singleness. That too. But, like, my touchiness. Because it felt so normal to just hold my friend's hand. No, I think it comes with age. Because me too. But then you guys both say that it's easier to do it with it me is. than each other. Like, even on the bed when we're sleeping and stuff, there's definitely more space between me and Sharon than there's me and Vicky. <laughs> like, whenever I was Vicky, I was like, what's it? No, there's a reason because literally this is the second time this happened. I'm on the edge of the bed and I kid you not, like if this couch was the bed, if anyone's looking at the YouTube version, I'd be like this and Jamila would have all that space and she's like, why does the bed feel so much bigger? And I'm literally at the edge of the bed. I'm like, look at how much room I have and how much room you have. And that's why it looks bigger. Yeah, but also whenever me and Sharon sleeps, there's probably more gap in between us. Yeah, I would prefer not to be touching you when i'm sleeping okay jamila your turn your dating experiences i forgot about my first ever online dating date for the longest time and i remembered it and now that i think about it it was kind of dangerous what did you do it was some guy i was talking hinder hinder <laughs> tinder and it was really nice and stuff and he's like hey do you want to go to the county fair or the san diego F- county fair that oh thing? yeah yeah and then i was like sure 
And he was older. Like, he wasn't in college anymore. And that was fine with me because I always liked older guys. How old were you? Not legal. Second year, 20. I think he was maybe... That's legal, bitch. <laughs> 18 was... I was like, high school. I think he was maybe just out of college or something. Like, maybe 20, 23, like that. And then he was like, hey, I'll, like, pick you up and stuff. I was like, okay, sure. But now that I think about it, as a complete stranger, he picked me up at school. He could have driven me and killed me. But he was... It, it went fine. It went well. Jam got balls. And then fast forward to the summer. That summer was lit. Like, the guys I met on there were, like, really funny oh and then fast forward to 2019 summer that was my hinge summer yeah i met this one guy on there and it was really talking wise he was really really funny and i was attracted to him i would say during that time he was one of the like top my most liked hinge person we wanted a date and it it was really good like we had we definitely had chemistry we definitely clicked and he was really funny and stuff but then he was definitely a little bit more on the shy side and then i would say abroad after so then me and him just like we just stopped talking that was the end of my dating career i deleted the app not that i don't believe in it but i'm tired of talking to people because it's a lot of mental capacity of like trying to get to know someone and then also because i was like at home so i didn't want to go out my mom like where are you going would you tell your parents that you're going on a date oh my parents are so against online dating okay let's get into juicy stuff wait i actually don't know that have you dated somebody that you didn't meet through an, a dating app other than my exes no because i'm wondering if you have had better experiences in terms of connection through people you've met through dating apps or in person. Because that's the biggest quote-unquote controversy when it comes to dating apps, right? People say it's not sustainable because you're meeting strangers and the connection dies off. I don't agree just because the two guys I met from Hinge like 2019, I would say I clicked with them really well. And I think if I didn't go stay abroad, me and that one guy would have tried it or had more. So I do think that it works. But like I said, I don't know what happened recently. Maybe people just giving less effort because they've been on the apps for too long or COVID, like me included. I just don't feel as much of a want to take proactive measures in getting to know someone, which is why I'm one I deleted the app and resorting more to trying to meet people through mutual friends. I think it's just less mental work when you meet someone through mutual friends. I think it really depends on how you view it. Because I personally would say that between people that I've talked to and met in person in dating apps versus like people I've dated and like met through friends or my own personal experience, it's definitely like I'm so much more comfortable because there's a level of trust with like people that I already know through mutuals of mutuals or already in my life versus a stranger. And so if you don't have like that preconceived fear or like oh I don't want to really open up to a complete stranger then obviously you won't get out of it as much as you would a friend but if you're very open to it and you're like oh like even though they're a stranger everybody in your life was a stranger at one point I've never dated someone through a dating app right for the longest time I've been saying I'm not ready to I'm not in a good place to date and so for me at that point like the thought of meeting a complete stranger and them having to get to know me based off what I was telling them was just terrifying to me. Not even terrifying, just like you're telling me that this person, like we're starting from scratch. Like you don't know anything about me. Or I don't know how true this is. 
but I saw from somewhere that Hinge has a ranking system and it's kind of based on how many likes you get or how many likes you give. I, I don't exactly know, but there is kind of an algorithm for ranking. And I feel like after that, it just kind of put me off because I've told you guys my confidence isn't at its highest right now. So I'm just thinking about that. I just want to take out that part in my life. I don't want to have one more thing that affects me negatively. Not that it really has, but in the case, yeah. you know, and honestly, ever since Lena, I haven't really looked back and that kind of solidifies my initial thought that oh i'm not really i don't really need a dating app right now i don't really want a dating app right now Mm -hmm. if you weren't talking to someone would you consider going on a dating app yeah like if there was nobody in your life right now and it's been so long would you think about it again i have never been against dating apps i've always been very for um i just never put myself out there like that and then by the time it was quote unquote time to put myself out there, I wasn't ready to. Um, so if I wasn't talking to anybody right now, I still wouldn't put myself out there because I'm not in a good place to date still. Would you put yourself out there right now? No, you wouldn't. No. <laughs> See? Absolutely. Would you ever? Like if let's say you, I don't know, one day you're ready to heal from like your exes and you're willing to go to, I don't know, therapy or like maybe you take those steps to change and feel ready to, then would you put yourself out there? I want to say yes because i I did enjoy in the past doing it and I'm not against dating apps and I tried it and I liked it. But also I don't think it's made for me because it requires so much attention to it. Like like you always have to swipe and you always have to like and you always have to like carry out these conversations. I don't see myself ever feeling like I can like if I get lucky and like the first couple tries and I meet like one person that I truly want to connect with and like go through the conversation then that's great but if it's more than a couple tries like maybe three people and I it falls through then I probably would quit the apps because I'm like this is so much work to Mm, continue a conversation it's a small talk yeah I can't do small talk the next question was kind of like what makes you swipe on a guy on a dating app we can also talk about what makes you swipe left what makes you swipe right they have a fish profile picture i think i'm a swipe left <laughs> you don't want them to catch you some fresh fish and grill it for you no some fresh salmon sashimi i feel like that's a very guy thing guys like to fish i don't know why don't know why gin likes to fish i'm all for that i only like it if you're gin and then you can fish yeah i don't know i feel like it's just the stereotype of people who fish they come off very boring for me it's not that i think it's more so I don't really enjoy fishing. If that's one of your favorite activities, that's not really something I would enjoy doing together. So Mm. I'm not gonna, I guess, give it a try if I feel like we're not aligned on what we like to do. So then when you swipe, I know looks are obviously like a big, big, big part of the swiping culture, right? But you're also really open to, she doesn't just look at looks. She looks at humor. Like if their prompt is funny. Can I speak for myself? Yeah. (laughs) No, we're we're speaking for you here. Okay. Sorry. I think when I initially started, it was definitely more on that looks. And then the next thing was personality or whatever they had in their bio. When it came to Hinge, because it had prompts and stuff, I definitely added that in more or I took more importance to that. Like if they were cute or I think they were cute, but they have very boring answers, it was a no for me just because I'm, I want to date you because I feel like we get along, right? Going strictly based off looks is very superficial. Yeah. 
But also, some guys, I think, you know, they're really good looking, but they're so boring. Boring. Yeah, I feel like people who are too good looking, I also wouldn't swipe left because I have the assumption that they're going to be boring. They know that they're good looking and that becomes their whole personality. They don't need to build their personality anymore after that. And I hate it. If you were to have a dating profile right now, what do you think it would swipe on? Would it be looks first or would you look at like prompts and stuff more? The thing is, I feel like a prompt really boosts somebody up. Like, remember when you switched your location to LA? for literally like 0.2 seconds and then the first three guys that you saw one or a couple of his prompts were so funny he wasn't like drop dead gorgeous like i mean yeah he was an objectively good looking guy but i was dying at his prompts and jamila was like are you okay she was cackling I don't know why, but a lot of guys add voice prompts. And when it's funny, it really adds points to them. Is that a thing? Like voice memos and voice prompts? Do people actually like that? If it's funny, hell yeah. But also, the order of your picture matters too. I think that makes me swipe on a guy. See, I'm getting to like, how do I explain this? Like the older I get, the less I give a shit about rankings and stuff. Sometimes a guy can be really funny or really what x y and z but then they may not execute it the way we think it should be executed right so we knock them down or like knock them out but that doesn't necessarily mean that they're like boring or like, what do you i think dating apps are is hard in that way in that aspect i took a lot of pride in my dating profile i thought i was super funny exactly and i thought I good pictures but honestly in someone else's eyes i could have came off as very bland or very boring because my answers are a little sarcastic right i think that's the same oh. as how we see profiles maybe our humor doesn't align personal preferences yeah yeah like the guy who is a like supposed flat earther he might think is the funniest joke he's ever made but i genuinely think he thinks that the earth is flat so i'm like ew to each their own man when a guy has one of those gym pictures or all his pictures are gym pictures that's a red flag for me i agree i'm glad that you love your body that much and you're so consistent and disciplined but it's your whole personality is gym i don't know why it's so like unappealing when you go on a guy's profile on a dating app and they're like shirtless. Bad to say, but your dating profile is like your first impression of who you are as a person. But it also reflects a little bit of how you see yourself because why would you put a picture that you think looks bad for you or you're not interested in? So if you only put gym pictures, that means you only see yourself with this person. Other than that, it all comes down to like, personality what kind of person i see you as why do you have pictures with a girl that is not your sibling like clearly not stated as your sibling that's a big red flag like one girl yeah it's okay if you guys are standing next to each other and it looks very platonic but i've definitely seen guys like from the back hug and like it's a cozy dating picture and they put it on their profile and i'm like what message are you trying to put out there but even when i do my profile i rarely put pictures with friends I always just kind of put pictures of myself. Oh, really? Is that a narcissistic thing? No, but I would include like group I would too. I think it's also because you know how we're like sometimes we see a group pictures of guys? Yeah, I was just about to say that. And we're like, oh, the other one's cuter? <laughs> I'm sorry, guys. Like, I got some cute friends, okay? So I'm not trying to have them take the attention away from me. Uh, so I want my profile to be on me. That's smart. You know? See, the thing is, if that was me, right, in a group group picture of us, and then the guy was more interested in one of you, I'd happily, like, like, bring them to you. Yeah. Oh, sorry, (laughs) y'all. That'd be out of pocket as fuck if they did that, though. I think another one of my red flags recently is if they want kids. (gasps) I think because we're hitting that age. I was thinking that. I'm just very honest. I'm like, I don't want kids. Dude, I'm scared. if that's, like, that's not what they want, then... 
why am I gonna try to go down a path oh, where we have such opposing opinions? I don't want to miss a chance because of that. So I, I don't. I, as much as I don't want kids, I'm afraid to close that door because of oh. it. No, I agree. I think kids is a very non-black and white conversation. What do you mean by that? Topic of kids is one of the most like controversial conversations because it's not an easy conversation to have and you never know where which side of the spectrum that you'll kind of sway into i feel like okay so that was our conversation about dating apps moral of the story is put yourself out there go on dating apps there's someone for everybody no really put yourself out there on dating apps if you're willing to i think like you don't know if you don't try it so that's it uh we'll see you in the next one Bye. <laughs> Thank you.